0: phm experience the podcast this is a production of powerhouse ministries in smyrna delaware and we are going to be bringing you weekly sermons and our midweek services as well as podcasts and interviews that we think are going to empower and enrich your life when you're done listening feel free to share with someone else because you never know what impact the word may make be blessed
1: a God who shows up, when we don't even ask him to show up. He shows up. We've got a God who is never going to lie. We have a God that has ears to hear. (laughs) Hallelujah. What a wonderful God we serve. Hallelujah. What a wonderful God we serve. Is it all right if we just acknowledge him and his greatness? What a wonderful God we serve. We thank God for everyone that's here. Will you just celebrate your neighbor on the right and on the left? Celebrate somebody in our virtual church. Let's just celebrate you. We thank God for you being here. Um, We see some friends in the congregation. We want to acknowledge um, Pastor and Lady Coe. We uh, live in the same neighborhood. And uh, uh, Lady Coe... taught uh rachel i can't remember who else was in music but rachel when you see her up here playing she had her um music lessons from um i want to call you dr susan Coe, but lady susan Coe. and she's um they're such a wonderful couple and we just thank god for them being here and so we bless god such a nice surprise um all right so my assignment given to me by bishop Dwayne bull who's with the children can we give it up for bishop with the children New things are happening in the eighth day of this year. New things, new things, new things, new beginnings, new beginnings. It's the eighth day. It's the eighth day. Every day that God creates has a purpose, and so it's the eighth day. I am doing my best to be grounded and rooted because of the assignment that I have on this morning. But I feel like running, and I feel like shouting, hallelujah, for what he has done and who he has called me to be. Um, So my assignment today is to give prophetic directions, prophetic insight and prophetic understanding. I am a prophet in the Lord's church. I have the mantle that's upon me. And so when I woke up this morning, I asked the Lord, what is it that you are saying? Let Sybil not be saying a whole lot of stuff because folks out here saying stuff. But I want to speak to you from the heart of God, the portion that he's given me. He doesn't give a prophet everything, but he gives them a portion so that they can lead the people. So we're in the year of 2023. And if you're taking notes, and if you have your tablets, whatever you have, I would encourage you to take some notes because you're going to forget half of this or go back and watch it. Um, this year is marked as the year of rising. Somebody say rising. This is the year of awakening. Somebody say awakening. This is the year of emerging. Somebody say emerging. And then this is also the year of uncovering. So 2023 is going to be marked as rising, awakening, emerging, and uncovering, all right? And so God has brought us here. And for some of us who are not maybe aware or maybe sensitive to the season or where we are, we have finished three years in a decade. We finished three years in a decade. Look at somebody and say, you made it. Somebody else say we made it. All right. And so we finished, we completed the three years in a decade that represented death, burial, and resurrection. Did anybody feel like there was death? Did anybody feel buried? And is anybody feeling resurrection? All right. So we completed that, meaning that the design of God and where he has us and what was happening. So for some of us, when I said death, I I know that we have um, natural death. We've had people that's passed. We've had loss of job. There's been a lot of things that we have encountered in that first quarter of the decade. And so then there were moments where we were trying to figure out am I going to make it? (laughs) Am I going to make it there? The essence of burial, meaning that I can't even breathe. Some people experience trauma. Some people experience drama. Some people experience so much. They were not sure if they were going to live and come out in this side, on this side. And then there was this breath that started coming in right around the end of 2022, where there was a, a breath. You can almost say I could see some things. I could feel some things. There's, there's some things that's fallen off of me, which is a format of God calling you out of the burial, calling you out of the tomb, right? The fear that had encountered some people, the, the um, paralyzing that we had encountered, some of the things that we had to really walk through, the mourning, the grieving, the sadness, the sickness, whatever it may have been, God is saying, I've sent a wind, and in that wind, I'm bringing resurrection. Hence why he says 2023 is arising. 2023 is an awakening. Some of us been asleep. We had forgotten who God called us to be, what our assignment was. Some of us was like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to touch anybody. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk to nobody. Just Lord, I just want to be in my little space and just let it be me. And then there's the emerging, which is, again, emerging means to rise up. There is an evolution. I know that evolution is a negative word for some people, but evolution is not a negative word. It is a God word. It is a word of transformation. It is the word of going from one thing to another. We were evolving right? When we got saved, when we got born again, he said that um, you have become a new creation. That's evolution. And so for you to understand that in the last three years, God has been bringing you into a space, creating some things, dealing with your mindset, your belief systems, your relationship, your community, the systems, the processes in your life based on the fact that he wanted to make you anew. Somebody say, I am emerging. Somebody else say, I am evolving. So that's why some things you like and some things you don't right now. That's why you decided some things fit and some things don't fit. Why? Because I have evolved. And when I emerge, I don't even want to talk the same way, right? I want to have a deeper relationship with God, but there's also certain things that I don't tolerate. Anybody with me in the room? There are certain things that I've decided does not fit in the lifestyle, does not, I don't want to accommodate. I don't want you to feel comfortable. I stand for righteousness and holiness. I don't want you to come into my circle and think that I'm okay with your foolery. I may not mistreat you, but I want you to know who I stand for and what I stand for. Anybody with me on that? So in our prophetic direction, in the Jewish, on the Jewish calendar, it says that this is the year of 5783. Somebody may never look at the Jewish calendar, but it's okay. It's very important. Why? Because if you read your Bible, the Bible was written to the Jews. And we are engrafted in, but the calendar in which life started off and the things that they've done, I know, know—we're we, not going to get too far. The, the moon, the things that we say is not what we should study, is the thing that God put in Genesis, that is necessary so man would know seasons and na- man would know time. The enemy comes in to always pervert what God makes good. <laughs> so, on the Jewish calendar, is 5783. All right? So, let's go a little bit into the scriptures. Let's just get into 1 John 5 and 4. Open your word, um, turn to your word put on your devices. Let's read this together. Whatever version that makes you comfortable, that works for you, we're going to 1 John 5 and 4. 1 John 5 and 4. 1 John 5 and 4. Not Saint John, 1 John. 1 John is in the more, if you're flipping pages, it's in the back part of the Bible. If you're scrolling, it's going to be a little bit down in the New Testament. All right, y'all all all right? Let's rise and and read this together. Stand and let's read this word together. Um, for those of you who are moving around in our virtual church, go ahead and get your word and, 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 and stand with us. Are you there? Are y'all there? All right. So let's read this together. Whatever version you're going to read, it doesn't matter. Let's start one, two, three for everyone who has been born of God. I don't hear y'all reading. Okay. Let's start one more time for everyone who has Awesome. Y'all did a great job. Sit
0: down. I love it.
1: Reading is fundamental. And what I do know in the last three uh, years, some of us ain't read a lot, okay? We didn't read a lot. And God wants us to read and read and study. Why? Because that's how you grow. That's how you fortify yourself. So I'm going to read this scripture. It says, arise and shine for the light has come. Rise and Shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness, the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you and nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Let me pause right there. This scripture is important because I, I know anybody watch the news, put your hand up if you watch the news. Put your hand up high if you watch the news. Why y'all acting like I'm, I'm going to be saying something negative? If you watch the news, then you are aware that in the currency or in this atmosphere that we're living in, they are calling for a recession. If you listen to the news, you realize that the USA is not in the best state of wealth and economic health. That's my confirmation. So, wait, I'm turning you off. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right, I apologize for that. I don't know how she got through. I'm on Do Not Disturb. Mm, That'll preach. All right. So in this, in, the, in this space where we are, most of us are being informed by the news. Media is telling us many things. Now, media is also being used by God to confirm the word of the Lord. All right, because I know somebody is already thinking, that's just the devil. No, don't be uneducated. Be informed. Just don't allow what informs you to be the final voice. So you need to be informed, but do not allow that voice to be the final voice. Did you hear me? Okay, so it's very important in this year that we are not Come here, um, Minister Carter, that we are not having this kind of conversation. Did you hear? We're getting ready to go into a recession. Are you ready? Did you hear? Girl, I don't even, I'm praying for my own, my own, my own, when you start to say that in this year, the power in your mouth is that you have now pronounced a recession on your life. Thank you. I didn't say that in this atmosphere and in this space, there was not going to be a recession. And, 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 and so because I am not living in, I'm in this world but not of this world, I'm going to have to operate by the kingdom law that I've been given back in Genesis where I am supposed to speak into the atmosphere and create, I'm supposed to agree with God's word and say what he says. And that is what you have to exercise in this year because there's going to be people that want to prophesy death when you know God said, I don't, I'm, I know I'm in here and I, and I, know, I know what they said and, and, and I know what they're saying, but I hear his word elevated over their word. Y'all with me? Because there's, there's always two elements that we have to operate by. There's either going to be the, the element of fear based on the information or the, the information provokes faith so that you can operate in your Godhood. Y'all all right? So I'm just giving you some instructions because there's going to be some stuff that happens. Look at your neighbor and say, you prepared though. Say it just like I said. You prepared, though. All right? You're prepared. We just read that, hey, everyone that's been born, you're overcome. You've already overcome. Why? Because Jesus said, in this victory, I've already done this. So you've are, you stepped into, by faith, all the victory you need. You've stepped into, by faith, all the overcoming that you need. You step into, by faith, all the more than the conqueror that you need. Somebody say that, I I got this. Why? Because I'm in him. I'm just reminding you of who you really are in 2023. That's the rising up. That's the emerging. That's the evolving. It's not so much about how much you're doing. It's about you remembering who you are. because when you're informed by the wrong voice, you begin to act the way they say. Y'all all right? So he says, listen, this is where we're going. This is what I've already said. And though you're being informed by media, it's okay. Take the information. This is what I love about God. There's always a transaction when he's involved. So we take the information and we go into prayer and we say, what's the strategy? What's the strategy? God, what's the strategy? I ain't gonna be in no panic mode. I'm gonna be in peace. What's the strategy? Somebody lift your hands right here under the open heaven and say, God, give me the strategy. I promise you there is a strategy. I promise you there is a strategy. Oh, I promise you there is a strategy. There is a strategy. Now, your strategy and my strategy may not be the same based upon his personal purpose upon our lives. But then there is a corporate strategy because we're in the kingdom. So I'm in the kingdom, Pat's in the kingdom, Corey's in the kingdom, and because the kingdom is in me, We should not be moving contrary to the kingdom. I want to help somebody. We cannot be moving contrary to the kingdom of God. Why? If the kingdom of God is within me, then I'm going to know the strategy, and the strategy will reveal the kingdom. There's a lot of voices in the world. There's a lot of voices in the world. Sometimes they whisper. You lay down and you can hear them. You go to prayer and you can hear them. You try to read your word and you can hear them. You're in the shower, you can hear them. You're in your car, you can hear them. You're eating your dinner, you can hear those voices. So that's why you got to get in your word. (laughs) Let me explain to you what I heard God say. He said, this is a year for education and knowledge. Now, I didn't say go back to school. Don't, don't take it far. Education means that you get somewhere. If you got to take a class or two, nothing wrong with it. If you got to go back to school, and that's what the strategy is, then you do that. But it's nothing more than you perishing for a lack of knowledge. Because ignorance causes us to die in areas God wants us to to flourish. Ignorance, I'm gonna say it again, causes us to die in areas God's already designed for us to flourish. So let me shift. We're in the, we're in the decade. Somebody say, I'm in a decade. I'm here. I can't believe it. I'm here. I'm in the decade and in this decade. I've already lived three years. I am in the fourth year, but it's also the first year of the next quarter of the decade. Let's just pause for what I said. I was in the, I've lived through the first quarter of the decade, which is now the fourth year in the decade, but also the first year of the new quarter. So this is why we have to stay in connection with Holy Spirit because you'll start to think that this doesn't make sense. And he'll say it does make sense because you're at a new, but you're also at a continual. That's why you have to have the right voices speaking to you because people will have you waiting when you should be accelerating. We're under an open heaven. (sighs) Reveal lies even in this space, God, we're under open heaven. Let your light, your word, illuminate things that are dark so that we can know where to go. We're under a hope in heaven. So we're in again, what did I say? We're in a decade. Somebody say I'm in the decade. Somebody say, I've lived through three years of the decade. I'm in the first year of the second quarter. Four. Let me tell you what four means, because everything that God does has a meaning. The meaning of the number four, it comes from the Bible. On the fourth day was creation. The fourth day was creation. God completed all the material universe on the fourth day. Somebody lift your hands and say, I'm going to create more than I've ever created. Mm. Number four, this is the, it's, 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 there is a grace and there is this place of arising and awakening that you're going to create. You may be creating um, more peace, (laughs) right? You may be creating more revenue. You may be creating more answers. I don't know what he's calling you to create, but I just need you to be obedient. Be obedient. There are four seasons based upon that fourth day of creation. There are four seasons. The fourth commandment that God gave to Israel is to remind them to keep the um, Sabbath day holy. So four is about creation. It's about four seasons. It's about understanding. All right, I'm going to keep my assignment going. Y'all all right? I know somebody might want to ask me a question. You can talk to me later. I'm in my assignment today. Somebody say Ascension. Somebody say ascension. Now get up, stand up. Ooh, it was hard for some people. They still sit and trying to figure out how they can ascend. Sit down. And now get up. I want you to get used to it. This is 2023. We've been sitting down so long, guys, like you're so comfortable, you don't want to ascend. There's some weights that we have to release in this moment so we can ascend. <laughs> Somebody sit down. You're already agitated, you're like, "Oh my God, how many times she going to ask me to get up? That's what God's going to say to you, How many times you're not going to get up. Look down your row and say, "How long will you stay seated?" We are here in 2023. He says, arise, awaken, emerge, get up. Get up. You got to exercise your faith to get up and move, even though it doesn't feel comfortable. Who's Shamande Kosa? Shake yourself of that. Y'all may be seated. While some may not understand it, you will be ascending. So ascension, Ephesians 2 and 6. I'm just not making up stuff. I just want to give you what I hear God saying, Ephesians 2 and 6. And it says, and God raised us with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Now, now let me explain how that looks in this realm, right? Because we're on earth, <laughs> but we're also seated in heavenly places. So we're on earth, but we're also seated in heavenly places. That, that, that can be confusing, right? Because how am I also in that realm but also here on earth put your hand up if you get it stand up if you get it stay seated if you don't this is this is all because I want to know how far I need to go all right y'all y'all that are standing thank you those who are seated is a greater percentage let me explain how it looks where is God holler at me. Where's God? Where's God? Where's God? In the heavens. When you're born again, you go from death to life and you are quickened by a Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit is where? And then whose spirit is it? And where is God? God's spirit is in you. God resides in the heavens. You are seated with him in heavenly places based on that that's his spirit in you, and his spirit in you abides in him. Did you get it? Somebody say, I got it. So you're thinking seated like, but I'm here. I don't know how I'm seated with him. The power, the Deutamos, the Holy One, is here in you, right? But he's God in you and God in the heavens. So they're not separated. They are one. And because you've been engrafted, and because we are abiding—meaning that we're in Him and He's in us—then we are where He is. That's why we got to get educated. Because people think speaking in tongues and Holy Spirit is just to shimmer, shake, and rock and roll. But is our direct access to the realm from which we came. It is our direct access, our communication, right? Our power source is in us that's connected in a realm, in a dimension, in a kingdom that we live with him and reign with him. Whew. That's not in my notes, but let me get back to that. We, we'll talk about that again when I speak. Or maybe I'll just do a lesson on it. So, okay, so that's where we are. So we're ascending, meaning that we've we've done a lot of of earth life in the last three years. We've done a lot of earth living in the last three years. And now he's saying, I want you to come back up. Remember where you are. This is what I'm doing. I'm stirring you and reminding you to come back where you're supposed to be. All right? And so that you don't keep making uh, childlike excuses for your adult maturity that I'm calling you into. Because this is, this is what he's, he's saying, I don't want you to tell me nobody taught you. They ain't taught me that. I ain't know. I ain't know. God says that you have Holy Spirit who will lead you and guide you into all truth. You have the teacher of all teachers. Will you ascend? Meaning, will you get up from ignorance, get up from excuses, get up, and make sure the power source is really activated in your life? Anybody tell me, did you ask? Did you seek out? Or did you just want to be childlike in your behavior. Because a child makes excuses. But when you're mature, you own what you need to own so you can grow where you need to go. It's quiet, but it's right. I already got my beat in, okay? I'm the messenger because I'm now clean. I am the messenger. I already got my beat in. So look down your row, look somebody close and say, stop waiting for somebody to tell you something. I didn't do it because I didn't know what to do. I didn't, I didn't. I know I heard God say it, but I didn't do it because I didn't know how to do it. I had never seen it. I didn't know. And he's like, Really? Really? No one ever built an ark either, but I told him what to do, and he did it. Somebody touch yourself and say, in this 2023 year, I am obedient. Because it's not really that I didn't know, it's that I didn't want to do what he told me to do. Who can own that? I own that. I didn't do some stuff the last three years because I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to do it. I own it. And when you own it, then you can repent and then you can turn and get back on the journey where you're supposed to be. But you keep being in the play zone. You just want to play. And Holy Spirit is like, I'm not here to play. The kingdom in you has assignment. I'm almost finished in this part. So I want to drop this part here to help you to understand that you can also be recession proof. If you understand the biblical laws that are given from God. So there are laws. Somebody say laws. (laughs) Some of us know the earth laws more than we do the kingdom laws. And that's okay if you do right now today, but don't stay there. Okay. What's important is that he's telling us, hey, seek me right? In Matthew 6, 32, 33, seek. I know, I know some of us, our only prayer channel to God is what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear, what we're going to do, how we're going to pay, right? And he's like, okay, when you start to ascend, when you start to evolve, when you start to mature, then you have a capacity now to understand that, oh, I I have this faith. Let me just work with my mustard seed faith, which is potent and strong and say that, you know what, it's already provided. I'm not even going to keep praying about what's provided, How many of us can start just getting up in the day and say thank you for all the things that you don't believe is already provided? That's 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 the emerging of your thoughts. That is the evolving of your faith. I looked at my bank account, and my bank account does not match this. I looked at certain areas of my life, and it looks like there's a deficit. But what I realize is that if I do Matthew 6, 32, 33, that there is some kind of connection in the kingdom where he tells me he's already provided, he's already taken care of this. I ain't even going to talk about it. I ain't going to pray about it. I ain't going to say nothing, but I'm going to decree I already have everything that I need. There is no lack. There's overflow. There's abundance. I know they already called me five times, asked me I'm going to pay this bill, but I ain't going worry about this bill I already say the bill paid and they don't know that the bill is paid that's why they keep calling me so I keep declaring that this bill is paid but watch this while I'm declaring that the bill is paid I'm seeking the kingdom of God there's a difference you there's a law you got to abide by if you break it then you have consequences if you obey it then you have the abundance So you can't break the law and look for the fruit. Who's Shabbat? So he's like, okay, it's already taken care of. I'm going to give you a little bit of exercise that you can do in the next seven days, right? So I told the Lord in last year, I said, I want increase. He said, you got it. I said, I got it. I declared it, I have increase. Then I began to think about the systematic way to bring increase. I'm going to talk to you because I know you're going to understand me. He said, oh, you want a plan or you want to believe? I said, can I have a plan to believe? He said, no, you have to believe that I have a plan. I said you got a plan he said you got to believe that I got a plan That's it. That's it. so the first thing he says to me is rest I said rest my mind's going I'm sure I'm in this and that he said rest you will not see me do it if you don't rest so it took me a minute to believe in his plan over my plan. So I was like back up your ego, <laughs> back up your ego, back up your intelligence, back up everything. I know you're looking crazy, you're feeling crazy. He said, just well, watch me, I'm gonna bring increase. He said, okay, he showed me some principal things to do, follow the law, do what you're supposed to do do these things, create healthy routines, have good habits, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, I got you, I got you, I got you. He said, don't let your ego, which is connected to your pride, override my plan. So I said, okay, God, I'm trusting, I'm trusting, I'm trusting, I'm trusting. He said, I want you to operate by this law. And I said, what? He said, I want you to sow more than you ever have in the last two years in a new decade. I said, okay, okay, I got that. He said, now this is my plan. This is part A of my plan because everything has a systematic process. So I said, okay, God, let me, let me do this. So he said, here's the person, here's the first person. So it's it's in this month of, of January and he starts to activate my increase. Somebody lift your hands and say, God, activate my increase. So he activates my increase because I'm obedient. So I send what I send, and then I say to myself, you got to rest because, you know, after you send money, after you do stuff, you'd be like, how can I get this back? <laughs> Is it just me? You'd be like, oh God, I did it. Hallelujah. Let me see, I can get that thousand dollar back. <laughs> right? You start to strategize. Okay, you got you working overtime, you're doing whatever, you selling shoes, pocketbooks, giving blood, whatever you got to do, you're gonna bring that money back, right? I'm keeping it real. And so he said, Back up your ego. Back up your ego. I said, Okay, God, I'm helping somebody. I promise you, I'm helping somebody. And this year, not to repeat the foolery. So he said. Do not do A, B, and C that you did in 2021, 2020. I said, okay. So, y'all, I saw increase in my rest like I never saw before, and it scared me because I was working his plan versus my plan. And and let me explain something. Emotional fear means that I'm like, well, how long is it going to be like that? You ever close your one eye and be like, okay, I see what you're doing, bud. (laughs) I don't want to open two of my eyes just in case I miss something. Keeping it real. I'm talking real. I'm always going to talk real. So Holy Spirit said, open both your eyes and see me. See me. So I said, okay, God. So he taught me that rest was what he was wanting to teach me in 2018 and 2019 and I didn't get it in 2020. I didn't say rest, like, you know, sleep. Folks talking about they got 10 hours of sleep. Not that kind. The kind where you believe Matthew 6 in such a way that everything in you, the tsunami inside of you, literally, <sighs> in whatever situation you're believing God for, you're like, I trust you. I didn't need, let me get back over here to the center. I didn't need more faith. I needed more trust. I needed more trust. And so I began to trust him. So I want you to lift your hand and say, Lord, in 2023, I trust you like I've never trusted you. And somebody is saying, I'm trusting God right now. But you don't know what the other days are going to look like. So you have to declare that you trust him right now. And my last direction that he said, this is the law, the biblical principles, all of the things. He said, and this year, I want you to really... Upgrade your stewardship. Upgrade your stewardship. For somebody who don't know what stewardship means, I'm going to give you what the definition is from Holman Bible Dictionary. Okay? It means utilizing and managing all resources God provides for the glory of his kingdom. So you're utilizing it and you're managing all resources. Some of us in this room are excellent stewards in certain areas and not so good in other areas. We may not admit it, but this is the year of maturing, right? So you gotta own it. You can't pretend that it's circumstances that made you make those decisions. It's poor stewardship. Poor stewardship let me help y'all again cuz y'all y'all feeling a little tight. Let me keep you open to the spirit. Stewardship is the kind where you have I have this towel. And the stewardship of the towel is my best is to wash it in the water it's supposed to be washed in. If it's not supposed to be in the dryer, then I hang it up to dry and that I use it for the purpose in which it's designed. That's stewardship. Now, in my ignorance or my immaturity, I may just be like stewardship, abuse, taking the resources and doing with it whatever we want. The marriage got raggedy because stewardship was a problem. Not all the time, but sometimes. Your health gets raggedy because sometimes, like me, you just won't go to sleep. Staying up for what you're staying up. I don't know, Sybil, but why are you up? I'm just up. I know that's no one else. I'm just telling on myself. But as I got educated by Holy Spirit in the last three years, I realized that a lot more disease is based upon stress, worry, and the lack of sleep. Stress will kill you, but so will lack of sleep give you nothing to restore at night. So then you can't, your body cannot even fight off disease based on the fact that you're abusing it. It's quiet stewardship. I'm talking to about 50% of y'all stewardship did you know let me give you a fun factor that I learned over the years this is the part that y'all be like pastor you could be done now but you can't shut me up I got the mic this is the thing that I learned I learned minister Carter I'm gonna share with you this is what I learned I learned that you should not eat any food two and a half to three hours before going to sleep This is for all the bloating and all the burping you do in the middle of the night. It is based upon the fact that God created this body. The biological body is created to digest food, and it needs time to do this. So it says that, you, All of us have inside of us a clock that tells us when we're hungry, when we're thirsty, when we're tired, all of these things, right? I'm giving you some education. Holy Spirit don't even need to download it to you. I got, I got you, boo. And so it says that if you eat close to bedtime, you risk not having a good night's sleep based on the fact that your digestive system is working overtime and interrupts the rest that the body needs, so you could wake up and be like, I was fighting the devil all night. No, you was fighting all of that gas that kept interrupting your sleep. Y'all should give me an offering. I just gave you some real insight. So when you don't stop eating, right? And watch the other part that you have to correct in stewardship. The later you stay up at night watching stuff, I've done this, the more you snack. You become a mummy. You're like, going to get a snack, going to get a snack, going to get a snack, going to get a snack. If you look, you have consumed snack after snack in the last few hours. So you're like, this is what you convince yourself. I'm talking to myself. I had to get corrected over the last three years. It's only popcorn. But you ate the whole bag. You ate the whole bag of popcorn at 10 o'clock at night. Now you're talking about, oh, I'm I'm going to bed 11. You done ate a whole bag of popcorn. And you convinced yourself it's okay. I'm talking to somebody. I'm a prophet. I'm talking to you. And God said, I want you to stop all of that because that's stewardship. So now, for all the people, just listen. For now, your bowels are off based on the fact that you haven't had a consistent sleep, so you're off. When your digestive system is off, your bowel release is off, which makes you off. I'm still in stewardship. Why you want me to get deep? I ain't gonna talk about gold if you cannot go to bed on time. So Holy Spirit is saying, even in this year, there's some things that could be regulated if you stop eating after a certain time and if you go to bed when you should. I used to be convinced that I can make it on five hours of sleep. The difference was I had grace for that season. The season changed, but I did not change my routine. I'm helping somebody. And so, there's grace in this year for what God has designed for us to do, but you're going to find it heavy and hard and so much labor doing what you're not supposed to do. So, for some of us, including myself, I had to learn to go to bed. Now, somebody else says, girl, that's not my problem. Sis, that's not my problem. I'm not saying that's everyone's situation but we all have stewardship correction that we have to maintain in this year. Everything that we've been given. And just to close it out, for all the people married and unmarried, as a reminder, this is the temple. This is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I'm bringing it into a kingdom design now, right? I talked about sleep, and you might just be thinking, I'm just talking about the body. But this is a temple moment. And if the temple is housing Holy Spirit, then we want to make sure that the temple is also in the best health that it could possibly be because it's housing Holy Spirit. That's a a portion of honor. All right, that is it. I am done. I'm not going to say anything else. I feel that the assignment is complete. Let us stand.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another week of PHM Experience, a podcast. This is a production of Powerhouse Ministries Incorporated, located in Smyrna, Delaware, where Bishop Duane L. Bull and Pastor Sybil Bull are our senior pastors. Tune back in for another empowering sermon class, or midweek service experience that we know is going to bless your life. As always, come with the experience.